stepping back and stroking two. Bogdanovich thinking about a three. There it is. Yes! See it again. No double team help and Embiid takes it right to the rack. going on everybody to monday is is four is 4 45 considered evening or afternoon i think it's late afternoon i'll say late afternoon i can agree with that one i think 5 p.m is when you're broaching evening yeah and after so like we're like in the we're in the i don't even know what twilight means but i guess from twilight of of late afternoon early evening Um, oh so yeah I i can agree with that all right so um we have a lot to discuss today. The Sixers have had the draft. Free agency ticks off in an hour and 13 minutes. Now, I want to be a little bit careful with how um, I say it starts because technically you can't put any pen to paper until Friday. But we had the moratorium period from, from now until um, Friday, and then the contracts can be signed, and then you kind of go off to the end of the summer. Um, so a lot of verbal agreements are going to be coming out in the, in the near future. We'll, we'll, we'll dive into, um, the draft and rookie stuff first. Um, Sixers take Jaden Springer, the 28th pick in the draft. First, Kai, you know what? Forgot to even say this. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Just got back from another hoop session because it's what I do on the side. I'm like, you know, I'm going to. I'm going to try out for the G League one year. I think you're going to start covering me at, at some point. I think I would die if I had to cover you. I think I would be, like, embarrassed for my own self. <laughs> Delaware Blue Coast guard, Kai Carlin. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, I had to, eat, I had to interview this motherfucker. Right <laughs> uh, God damn it. <laughs> so, Kai, what happened tonight? I get mugged, bro. <laughs> I'd like, I like contact you through PR to get their blessing to like. Will <laughs> be the biggest pain in my ass ever. Uh, For you only too. Yeah. Um, good. I'm glad to hear you're enjoying a hoop session. I, you know, I haven't been able to play in a while, and I, I, I shoot around every once in a while. I've come to learn that my left hand is probably better than my right hand. Oh, that's interesting. You're gonna have to come out to Roxborough as we can hoop a little bit now. Yeah. I'm like the I'm like the inverse Ben, if you will. Like shoots lefty, but is really better righty. You know, I I I have slowly come to that realization that I've probably been playing with the wrong hand most of my life. That's actually pretty crazy. Maybe yeah. Even, crazy. yeah, it's weird. But I write with my right hand. I, but I throw and I shoot lefty. Uh, or not, not not well, I go back and forth between shooting lefty and righty. But I throw with my left hand, which is odd. But maybe you're ambidextrous, bro. You're just ambidextrous. Man of many skills. Um, now, so, Kai, we are in a Monday. Uh, as we said, the free agency begins an hour and now 11 minutes. But we're going to the draft first. They take Jaden Springer. There are some reports from our mutual uh, colleague and friend, Keith Pompey, that uh, the Grizzlies were going to take him with the 17th pick. Um, first, what did you think of the draft? Because – I thought it was really boring. <laughs> um, as an overall standpoint, um, it was cool to like see the first couple picks. Uh, 
being from Michigan, a lot of my friends texted me in celebration when they select when Detroit selected Cade Cunningham. Um, my, my my friends back home are very very excited about him and their future out there. Um, but yeah, overall, I thought the draft. I don't know for some reason I didn't really have that like excited feeling like like throughout this, this entire draft. I was just like, what? I was like, all right, like come on, let's kind of get this over with. I, I, it was just kind of weird. I will admit that. In terms of Philly, I'm actually surprised that they made every single pick. Yeah. Like like a hundred percent surprised. I didn't think they would do that. Yeah, I thought for sure they were going to trade Ben um, because they they had purchased the pick from the uh, Pelicans. And that in itself is typically an unusual thing for them to do is to purchase a pick instead of sell a pick. So they bought a pick and they actually use that pick. I thought they were going to use that as a part of a, a part of a bigger package elsewhere. Um, especially with Jason Dumas or Dumas. I don't know how to spell his, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but um, he said that Ben, they were, they were trying to trade Ben that night. Obviously it's it, the deal didn't materialize. And truthfully, I'm, I'm okay with that because and I'm trying to I'm trying to impress this upon a lot of people that you can't just give Ben away and lose the deal. You can't you can't lose the deal because he's your last major trade chip. And once you lose once you once you trade him, you're basically looking at future first round picks, which can only take you so far. And you're looking at what Joel and that 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 would really be your you know Tyrese. Uh, right. You know, like Ben's your last big trade chip, so you can't lose that deal. Um, and so, you know, if they don't find the right the 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 the, the right package for him, okay. You know what? The fans won't like it, but you bring him back. You, you bring him back, and um, you know, it, you, you you try try to play through it, and you know, get things back to a good spot. I mean, truth be told, if we're being a hundred percent honest with ourselves, like. A lot of people would, would would like to have their worst case scenario be that Ben Simmons comes back, <laughs> like 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 that's not a bad scenario. Now, no, it's not, and I agree with you. I still think Ben gets traded by before opening night. I still think they're gonna figure something out. Yeah. But I do agree with you wholeheartedly in the fact that you don't just give them away for nothing. You know, you have to get what you have to get equal value. But the thing is, though, Austin, I kind of ask you though, like, what's really truly Ben's value because you and I both know how talented he is, but teams kind of, I feel like teams are looking at his postseason numbers and it's like, man, you have come up short when, when the time matters most every single time. First it's Boston, then Toronto, now Atlanta. It's like, like, bro, I mean, like at some point, are you really adding to your game or not? Because other than his defensive performances, Austin, he's an elite defender. He's really kind of been the same player on offense ever since he came into the league. Like what has he really added? Yeah, um, I agree, but I also think that like this is basically selling a stock at it, or buying a stock at its lowest point, right? Right. I mean, it, it's like like teams right. are high hoping. So high. Yeah. All right. Teams are hoping, hoping that Ben Simmons' value gets this low because they're thinking, well, shit, if we can rehab him and get him right, it's a franchise cornerstone right there, and we got him for cheap. So right. like like you have to hold out. You have to hold out. What? That's the risk that, like, that's the risk that you just mentioned. Because yeah. if Philly trades them and they don't get like equal value for him, then all of a sudden Ben goes off and um, you know becomes a player that they that everybody thinks that he can become. And all of a sudden the Sixers are sitting there uh, looking like a bunch of jackasses. You know what I'm saying? So it's like 
So that that's kind of the risk in this situation whenever it comes to Ben. So yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you, but right. I, just, I do think that he's going to be moved over opening night. Like I feel like they're going to figure something out there. Okay. Well, we'll bring it back into the draft because that's where we started and we kind of. This is true. This is true. This is. <laughs> um, so, first, congratulations on Cade Cunningham. Your 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 Pistons are trending in the right direction here. You got um, you 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 got Cade. You got uh, Sadiq. You got uh, Isaiah uh, Stewart. I still Stewart. like Killian Hayes too. I still like Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes, yes. Um, it's a it's a very and Jeremy Grant. It's a very nice young core. So that team is going to be much improved next year. You get one more lottery pick, you're 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 right in business. You're right. right. I want, like listen, I want them to lose still next year. I'm still not all in on let's try to make the play in tournament. No, I want them to lose one more year and then think about winning the, uh, the year after that. Yeah, um, I, I think I think they're going to be. I think three or four years from now they're going to be a good team. Um, I, I think they are too. I think they are too. I like Dwayne Casey too, kind of with younger teams. I don't know yeah. if I really like Dwayne Casey, kind of like with a. Um, with a veteran team because it's like, I feel like Casey does his best work when it comes to developing, not when a team is ready to win. And I feel like we saw that with Toronto as, as, a, as an example, as soon as Casey leaves, they hire Nick Nurse. And sure. They brought in Kawhi Leonard. That makes a huge freaking difference. But uh, Toronto goes on to win a title. So I feel like Casey's kind of in a good spot right now when it comes to developing younger guys and I feel like Detroit, you know, is a good position for him. Yeah, I agree. Um, but they're gonna have to start. They're gonna, you know, you'll have that one window buffer where, or one year buffer where, you can rebuild still and go through the pains. But Cade is what three three year deal for four year deal for a rookie. That I mean, think so. I think it's four. Okay, so that means you have really two or three years to really put a winning product out there, or else he's gonna say, right, Detroit's a small market. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you got you got to work fast, but you're in the right direction there. Oh, for um, sure. Let's take it to the Sixers now. They draft, um, they, they, they draft Jaden Springer, twenty um, eighth overall. Did you were you surprised by the, not not just that they drafted period, but were you surprised by that selection? I kind of, but also at the same time, not really because I understand that you know they love a guy who can be a three and D. Um, I know Daryl has his kind of really focused on guys like that, not just with Philadelphia in a short time here, but even during his time with Houston, like he would love the three and D guys. I mean, PJ Tucker is a, is a guy that comes to mind. Robert Covington is a guy that comes to mind that he acquired out in Houston. And I feel like, you know, he's kind of going after the same type of mold here in Philly and Springer is raw though. Like, here's the thing, Austin, you, I know you and I talked about it the other day, the kid's 18. So he's going to need some time before he can really make a dent in, you know, this team's rotation, especially the Sixers team is trying to contend for a title next year. So I love his ability as an on-ball defender. Um, he actually, you know, blocked Cade Cunningham in high school. Did you see that video that kind of got floated around on Twitter? Um, Springer, Springer actually guarded Cunningham very well and rejected his shot when Cade tried to go up for a jumper. So I thought, I mean, his on-ball defensive skills are terrific. Um, he did shoot forty three and a half percent from deep as a freshman, but it was on a small sample size. He only took he only took one point eight threes a night. And I think I saw a stat courtesy of Derek Bodner where he only shot twenty eight point two percent on pull up jumpers off the dribble, and he only shot thirty five point seven percent on catch and shoot shots. So there is a little bit of fool's gold there when it comes to the numbers. When you look at the raw numbers, I feel like I have to kind of go into the advanced stats a little bit. 
So Springer's going to be a good player, I feel like, but it's definitely going to take him some time to really become the uh, the player that the Sixers think they can get at 28 there. Okay, I agree. Um, I liked the idea of the pick. Um, obviously, I think he fills out those t- the boxes that you're talking about. Um, for Sixers fans that are thinking that he's going to come in here and be a rotation piece or an, even an asset, really, in, 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 in day one, you're, I got some news for you. He's not that guy. You're not uh, the guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. <laughs> I always think of that. That's a great video. Um, he's not going to be that guy. He's just not. Um, if I watched, I, I'm still in my evaluation of him, but everything I, I see suggests that he loses control of the ball and he dribbles pretty easily. Um, he is often overwhelmed offensively. His jumper, um, while is like, while he can make threes, low volume, which is which which kind of dilutes really the 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 conclusion there. Doesn't help that that the fact that he did not shoot well inside the arc either. Um, And you know his shot takes a long time to get up, and it kind of looks like it's a it's a medicine ball above his head when he shoots it. So I mean. He, he's got some, some some muscle to add. He's got to get some, um, you know. He 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 he's got to add some uh, some skill there. But I do think there is something there to like. I think he's a pretty good on ball defender. Uh, he tracks his well man his, his his man well off ball, which I think is pretty conducive to, to to cheating passing lanes and getting out in transition and creating those opportunities. Really quick hands. So I think he'll be able to disrupt uh, the ball handler pretty pretty well. Um, but it's going to take time. It's going to take time. Um, Got to add a little bit of an offensive game. His favorite thing to do is do the spin move into the middle of the lane and then like rise up for a ridiculous like 16 footer that he will sometimes make. But it, it's like mir- it's like miraculous. Right. <laughs> um, right. Um, he just he's just a very raw kid. He's still very young, which I think is why he has the upside that he does. But got a long way to go until I think he's going to be a productive NBA player per se. Um, Philip Petrushev, 50th pick in the draft. Um, I actually liked him at 50. But- I would be surprised if we have, if they ever see him in the NBA. Really? You think so? I liked him at 50. I mean, because I, I looked up his Gonzaga numbers, and I didn't realize that he was actually the 2020 Western West Coast Conference Player of the Year uh, with the Bulldogs. And then, you know, he went back out to Serbia – I think he averaged somewhere around uh, 20, 24 and 8 while shooting 41% from three in the Adriatic League. Granted, mm-hmm. that's Europe, and we all know Europe is much different than the NBA and everything. But at 6'11", nice size, got a little bit of a shooting touch, has played in, in the States before um, for two years uh, at Gonzaga, and, and he had some success. I feel like at some point, you know, they'll bring him over here and, you know, we can really see what he can do on this level, I actually liked his game a lot. I didn't, I didn't hear of them until they selected him. But once I kind of dove into the numbers and I saw some tape, I liked him. I was like, all right. I mean, you're gonna get that at 50. That's solid. I like Petrusev. The only time, only reason I've heard of him is because when I would like tune in for late night college basketball, right? It'd be like, it'd be like Bill Walton saying his name in a very bizarre manner, and oh, Bill Walton. Like calling him an Oregon man, even though he's not from Oregon at all. Right. <laughs> um, so that's how I knew of him. 
I think his foot speed and his ability to stay in front defensively is a problem. Um, just because, um, like, they're going to have to play him and drop, and it kind of just makes it difficult uh, when you're in when when, when, when to, to, to have versatility when you're in drop, and even then, you're giving up the mid range, which is kind of what. I, I get the sense teams are trying to go back to mid-range a little bit now. I feel like that's something that teams are a little bit more interested in now. Not not just threes anymore, but we're kind of bringing a mid-range back a little bit. Um, but, he, you know, you're going to be forfeiting that. And also, you're already playing drop with Embiid a lot. Right. So you do want to have a little bit of, like, a different look out there when you when Embiid's off the floor. I feel, and I, I don't think he can switch. So really, what is he going to do? He's going to pop out and shoot threes. Like I, I just don't see a scenario where you're comfortable with him on the court. Now maybe they're rebuilding sooner than they have to, or that they would have thought they would have, they would have had to. And then they bring him over then, um, which sure, maybe that happens, but I, I, I maybe I'm wrong. I just, I, I don't see a value there. Uh, I, I see it. I mean, the fact that I mean, he, at the end of the day, Austin, he is the 50th pick. Yeah. So, 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 it's, so it's like whatever you can get out of like a late second round pick like that, you know, it's kind of like found money. It's like a, it's like a, it's a diamond in the rough type of thing. I feel like it's the same thing with Bassey, the other Charles Bassey, the other pick of 53. Like like both of these guys, uh, I like their games on paper. And, you know, who knows? Maybe Bassey could actually become something for the Sixers. He's probably got to become something for the Sixers right away, considering that they might lose Dwight Howard in free agency. But, um, like, I feel like both Bassey and Petrosev, I like both their games. But as you mentioned, Austin, it's like Bassey's also slow on defense, too. So it's you got the 50 and 53rd pick. Whatever you can get out of those two, you'll take it and you will run with it. And you will thank the good Lord you got something at a late round, second, late second round pick. I think Bassey is probably a little bit better of like a rim protector. And, and I mean, 3.1 blocks a game. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know, I, I I think he has a chance to pan out at least at least if not quicker than um, Petrushev will. Obviously, the swing skill for him is going to be the jump shot. Um, if he can if he can learn how to stretch the floor and 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 shoot a little better than he did in college, he'll be fine. Um, now, I will say that you should be careful in being like, well, they can just you know put him in the to Dwight Howard spot because that's something that I, I just think there's a lot of pressure on Dwell because oh it, yeah, if Bassie's if Bassie's a rookie making a lot of mistakes, you can't you can't do it. Um, no, you can't. And I, I ask you, I asked you this question now, though, leading into that, and I know you, I know we're still kind of talking about the draft, but what do you think the Sixers' chances are of getting maybe a guy like Kelly Olynyk? Um, do you think Olynyk has played out of Philadelphia's price range after he like turned into, you know, an MVP candidate with the Houston Rockets? Like, like I, I, I don't know. He turned into Jalen Green's upside. So right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, we'll get into that a little bit, um, but. I wonder if they saw like Dan Gafford in oh, Washington and were like, damn, we think he can be this guy. We like that guy a lot. Like a, a menace on the glass. Um, 
you know, a really good rim runner type, good backup big. I wonder if they saw that in 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 Charles Bassey, and that was sort of like, oh, this is a, this is this could be a diamond. Let's get this guy. Right. That could probably be it. I mean, Bassey, what did he shoot? I think he shot thirty and a half percent from three last year with Western Kentucky. I think he took what two point one threes a game, two point four something like that. So that was a career high with the Hilltoppers, and I and he mentioned in his. Uh, post-draft press conference that in his pre-draft workout with Philadelphia, he was not knocking down threes. And that is what impressed the Sixers as a whole. And he and he's, he was also mentioning that he's been working on adding that to his game. So if Bassey can become a three-point shooter, I think he stands at 6'11", that would be a really huge thing for the Sixers because, as you mentioned, Austin, they have like – if they lose Dwight – and they have to rely on Charles Bassey, and they don't get a Dwight replacement in free agency um, or, or via a trade, you know, wherever, then there's so much pressure on Joel to have to go out there and literally play all 82 games and probably play somewhere around 40 minutes a night because you can't throw Bassey out there for longer stretches. So he, he's another one, though. He's, he's going to have a lot of development to do. I feel like summer league is going to be – very huge for him for Springer. I know Petrozev. I don't think he's coming over for summer league. Um, but if Bassey and Springer, summer league is going to be huge for for the two of them moving forward. It's going to be absolutely huge. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I don't want to say it's a lost rookie class, but I think it's kind of like you're not going to hear from these guys for. Probably from next season is, is, is what I would say. Maybe I don't think so. I mean, and, and, and that's why it made no sense to not make a deal. Like I thought, the I deal mean, isn't there. The deal isn't there. I mean, all right. How about this? How about this? I, I like. I know you said the deal isn't there, and I agree with you. There was no deal to be made. But like, would you have hit up Orlando and be like, "Hey, give me Terrence Ross for the twenty-eighth pick, or something else"? Yeah, but. If they say no, then what can you do? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. It's just like it made, it made no sense to me for them to keep that pick. It just because, as you said, this is a championship team. There's also, no, like you have, you have to keep in mind, you need win now players. Is what I'm saying, like right. But what if that salary also messes with your space and that pro, that prohibits you from 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 doing something else? Like these are all oh. things, these are all things that you have to consider, um, and. I think just truth be told, like they weren't satisfied with any of the offers that they had out there. I do believe that they shopped that pick extensively and just couldn't get anything that they wanted in return for it. Um, now, Ben Simmons stuff and, 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 the, and the trades and the free agency. Um, let's start off with, 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 with these. Well, first, tell you about our sponsor. Um, do you like shotgunning beer? Do you do you like what do, a do you want to increase your shotgunning time at parties? Check out my boys at the King Cobra. King Cobra is a shotgunning tool that makes the perfect shotgunning hold under a second. Also a tab puller, vent puncher, and all fits on a keychain. For more information about the King Cobra, you can check them out on Instagram at the King Cobra Co. That's the King Cobra Co. And Cobra is spelled with a K. For a 10% discount on all products, enter the code TRUSTACOBRA10, all caps, all one word. Pick up yours today. Um, so we go to the trade stuff now. And it, it, it feels like every other, like every third day or so, there's a new Woj report. Um, 
that is basically saying like they're this and they're that and they're getting closer here and whatnot. Um, I don't know what in step with means. Like, I don't really understand what they mean by in step with. I guess it's a way of saying like, yes, we agree a trade would be for the best. Um, I've heard some people in, like, I, I, I've heard some people like interpret that as like, get me the hell out of here. Right. I don't see it that way at all. Um, I, I see it as, in fact, I, I would say that Ben, believe it or not, would actually like to return to the sectors. I think if that, if he had the, if he had the option, um, he would elect to be back. I know it sounds crazy to, to, to say, but I, I do believe that, um, now, obviously, you know there's gonna there there would have to be some some smoothing over to do, um, and 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 some you know some some PR stuff they'd have to do right, but um, I think the deal that they want just simply has not materialized yet, and they have to act. Um, with a sense of, of strength and, and, and from a, a, a position of power. And I feel like there's a way to play this where you can say something along the lines of, Oh, we're not going to like take that, that, like that, 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 that's a horseshit offer. Like, like, sorry, we're not interested in that. If, if you make it seem like you're trying to get off Ben Simmons, and that, and, and instead of treating it like, no, this guy is 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 very much so an asset to your team, and you should be thankful that I have an opportunity to trade for him. I feel like you can maybe sell his value a little um, a, a, a little better than um, what what it appears to be right now. Well, because at the end of the day, Ben Simmons is still a top twenty-five player in this game. There so we go. It, it it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like Ben is still for all for all of his offensive flaws, for all of his clear shortcomings on that end of the floor. Ben is still a top twenty five player, and there are still a lot of things that he does out on the floor. An elite defender, three time All Star, two time All Defensive First Team member. He was an All NBA member in twenty twenty. I think he made the third team that year. So there, there's just a lot that this guy can do out on the basketball floor. So. To your point, Austin, two two points that you made stood out to me. I don't think it's crazy to say Ben wants to come back to Philadelphia. I don't think it's crazy to say that. I think I think he wants to try to come back here and maybe try again and try to prove that you know he's over the the twenty twenty one playoff struggles. So I can definitely buy that. Secondly, though, um, the fact that th- that he's even available and like teams should be treating this as a golden opportunity to add a young 25 year old star in this game already. And they should be treating it as such. So that's another one. I completely a hundred percent agree with you with. I still am on the, the, the hill that they will trade him before opening night. Yes. I am going to die on that hill. <laughs> so, but I, I believe that some team is going to step up and be like, some teams going to get real desperate and just love the idea of having a franchise cornerstone at 25 on their team. And um, part of me though, does also believe Ben could use a change of scenery. Like even though he probably wants to come back to Philly, I think he probably could use a change of scenery just start again. 
I feel like Ben Austin could definitely survive in a smaller market. Yeah. And, and a smaller market where there's not as much pressure to go out and win. There's not all, all this, um, you know, all this media attention. Cause as we both know that every day in this city, why won't Ben take a jump shot? Uh, why, why won't Ben knock down free throws? It's the same thing here uh, every single day. So, you know, if he, if he went to a smaller market team, I feel like he'd be able to thrive a little bit easier. Yeah, I think that's that that's fair. Um I, I, I just think like you can't listen to the fans. Like the fan base, like 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 it's not just the fans, it's the radio host too. It's, oh, no. it's I, me. I yeah, I say it. It's all of us. Well, not me. I, I tend to think I view Ben pretty fairly. I think you I think you for the most part view him pretty fairly too, but um I just think like People were selling him as like this guy, like, 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 would you even trade Andrew Wiggins for the guy? You, uh, you, you, <laughs> the, I don't like it. I don't like Andrew Wiggins though. He, the team not- that, that receives Ben Simmons for Andrew Wiggins is going to be very happy. Very, very, oh, very, very, oh, very happy. oh, oh, yeah. trading Wiggins for Simmons. I would totally yeah. do that. Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, I don't like okay. Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. So Ben's an earlier player. He had a tough playoff. He's a I very good regular season player who is going to help get you to a a, a a playoff city that gives you a chance in a first-round series. You need to have the players around him to get you to pass the second round. Right. And I, I, I think it's fair because, like, no one can do it. No, like really, We don't really see teams do it by themselves anymore. Like, Giannis had, 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 had two star-level – one star-level player and another – very high level top of the rotation guy. LeBron had AD. Um, right. It doesn't happen alone anymore. So you need that second guy anyway. I mean, you need that first guy anyway. Um, and the the bottom line is that Max, like 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 you're, you're talking about talking about paying John Collins a max deal here. Max deal is not is not an indication of your of your stardom. It's a it's a it denotes that you are one of the best players at your position, and that's how this is all taken care of anyway. This isn't about like 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 what your stats say you're worth or whatnot. This is about me- measuring the market and surveying the market and saying, well, I think I can get this, and I, I think I'm worth this. That's right. what this is all about. So I, I, the max contract thing to me, it it it, it just a, it's just a product of the, the the salary cap being what it is, um, and the timing of 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 the contract being offered and signed, more so than anything else. Right. Um, now, I am very aware of how bad he was in the playoffs. It does not mean he was atrocious. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it, I would still take Ben Simmons coming back and you finding another way to figure it out um, over trading him for like your three day old tuna sandwich and that you, that you have in the back of your refrigerator. Like, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I, I would. I know fans don't like him. It's going to be a, a very difficult experience for him. However, it's something he could have avoided by just working on his game and working on himself and, and getting better in, both inside and outside. Um, and that's just the bottom line. Um, so I, 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 if a deal isn't there, I wouldn't do the trade. Um now that being said, the guys I would trade him for. Someone brought up like, would you? Someone brought up to me. I forget who it was, but it, and this, is, this is just like a fan saying this. Right. Um, would you trade Ben for like <laughs> Kemba Walker? 
<laughs> no, no, don't think about that. No, not Kemba Walker now. I mean, Charlotte Kemba Walker, I would have, but like, no, not Kemba Walker now. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Because here's the thing Kemba used to be so damn good, and then he got hit with an injury that affected his speed. And for a guy who is as small as he is, he who relies solely on speed to score on the offensive end, he doesn't he doesn't have it anymore. So I feel like Kemba can still be a good player, but he's nowhere near the all-star level he was with Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? Like that's why Boston was like, dude, we gotta get you out of here. He was in Boston for what, two years? That's it. Did he make an all-star team last year? Does he did he make one in twenty twenty with Boston? I think he made it twenty twenty, not twenty twenty one. Right. Man, because I, I thought he had some good moments in the 2020 playoffs. Um, but I thought he was bad in the Eastern Conference Finals against Miami. And He's a small guard who is generally a shooting guard, really, when you think about it. And he his, his body is a lot of wear and tear. His knees are bad. You can't trade Ben Simmons for that. That would be an egregious loss. Of a trade. That, would be, that would be front office malpractice. That would be – Fireworthy. You would you'd have to consider firing Daryl for that. Yeah, that would be front office malpractice. Um, yeah, that's something I don't I don't think I, I could even think about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Um, now, Oklahoma City would be a great fit for him, though. For Ben, would you do Ben for SGA? <sighs> See, I don't think so either because. I love SGA's game, man. I really love SGA's game. But is SGA a cornerstone, or is he just a really good role player? That's the question you have to ask. I mean, he's a better scorer than Ben, and of I think Ben is better than Austin, everything else. Austin, I'm a better scorer than Ben. Well, <laughs> like – no, I'm playing. I'm playing. But like the the, the big thing is though, everyone like, says that I, I, I could not you Ben Simmons. Like I bro, no. I guarantee I guarantee you, if you, you sat in a park with Ben Simmons, he would outshoot you in any in any way you you asked him to. You, no, you put him spot in the court, he would shoot you apart. Not knock down threes like he's Steph Curry. I have seen Ben in practice, like after practice, a shooting around, knock down threes, like it is easy it is so easy and then for some reason he just won't bring it out in the game even though the couple threes that he's actually made austin they look pretty good it's not like his shooting stroke is trash he just he won't shoot it and i think that comes down to a mental thing i think mentally he just won't i think there's a block there that he can't do it and you can't do that in philadelphia you you can do that in oklahoma city or Orlando, or you know, some place where it's just like, oh, it's a small market team. You can't do that in Philly. You can't do that here. You'll get killed. The irony being that like Philly is basically treated like a small market team anyway. No, I mean, um, I mean we're, you know, we'll get into this later. But like, look at free agency. They've been quiet. We'll get. We'll get. They that. don't have any money, Austin. They don't have any money. I think I think well, no, they don't have money. You're right, but they can maneuver things. And it doesn't. How many teams don't have money that end up making noise and making moves? Like that's well, that's, a, that's a bullshit reason. Well, for me, when like if you're, if you're going to refer to Miami, because I know Miami never has any money any year. Um, Pat, I feel like Pat Riley just is just like ruthless like that. 
to where he's just kind of like, all right, I'm getting rid of you, 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 and you. You're gone in order for me to get this one guy. Like, I feel like he's already doing that with Kyle Lowry. Like, I saw – By the way, speaking of Toronto, you're going to give up Lowry for Goran Dragic and Precious Achua? Really? Like, that's what you're going to settle for? Uh, what, what did Philly offer them? Bible, Maxi, picks for Lowry? <laughs> this is what I heard. And, you know, we'll get into that now because it's really, like, what it's coming down to because obviously we don't think the be- – I mean, Dame and, Dame and Beal – is what it's what it's what Daryl's waiting for. That's what he's trying to cash his ship in on, and right. it's the right move. It's smart. It um, is. I don't think either of them get moved. I feel like both of them are just real loyal to their organizations. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna ha- at least not this off season. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Um, so that, that's that's sort of where I am now. I'll say this um, regarding Lowry at the deadline. I heard that the offer was. I think it was Maxi, Danny. Well, Danny would have been rerouted to Gold State. Yes, yes, that's a hundred percent correct. And he was expecting it too. He was a hundred percent expecting to be traded to Golden State. Um, but Danny, Maxi, the uh, picks, and 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 like whatever. And then Ujiri, Masai Ujiri said, we want Thibel too, and then we can do it. And Mori was like, I'm not giving up Thibel. Like, that's just not happening. And Masai, oh, then he countered with, like, multiple additional picks instead of Thibel. Um, and in that, and, 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 and in that case, Masai was like, nope. I'm good. We'll 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 leave that uh we'll, we'll leave that be. So that didn't happen. I think Maury was right to not let that trade go through. I think he was That's right to not. And all, but the fact that Toronto would turn even that down, even without Bible, and they're going to settle for a Dragic and a Chua, is like really. This is what I think is happening. I would be surprised by this. But I think they're in on Lowry. I still think they're in on Lowry. That's fine. Philly, like Philly could still be in on Lowry. But if Kyle wants to go play with Jimmy Butler, which, it, I mean, apparently, according to Woj, Lowry's been trying to play with Butler for the past two or three years or something like that. How many times have we heard Woj like, say, like, like reiterate the same report and then he ends up breaking something, the same player, but in the complete opposite direction? That's because- fine. Because they, because they, because because those the reporters are a vehicle of misrouting of, of rerouting information. No, that's exactly what that's actually. Listen, that's our job. But yeah. I, I feel like, and here's the thing: if you want Lowry, you're you're going to have to give up Ben or Tobias. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. You have to give up one of them. Are you going to give up a 25 year old Ben for a 35 year old Lowry? <laughs> plus picks, I would yeah, say Lowry. Picks. I. I talked to I talked to Brian Depora, who's an excellent salary cap guy, and basically what we came up to is this: you can get Lowry without giving up Ben because you can because you can, because you can sign and trade Danny. You can pick up George Hill's guarantee, bunch of picks. But Danny wants to go to Miami. I don't think he has a preference. In fact, I, I know he has no preference. I mean, that was according to the Jake Fisher kid from Bleacher Report, but he put out a report that Danny prefers Miami. He said he would like to go to Miami. Has an interest in Miami. Same thing. Interest prefer. I don't think it's the same thing, but I I I would say that 
as the if, if Miami gets gets Lowry and and if they get DeRozan or whatever, there's no way Danny can go to Miami. Okay. So he's he's basically, you know, it's it's either going to be they get they, they they get Lowry, they get uh, DeRozan for the mid level. That that whole thing with DeRozan in the mid level exception to me is bogus because there's no way a guy in the middle of his prime should be accepting a mid level. Mm, I don't think so. I don't think he's going to do that either. Yeah. So, but do you see DeRozan going to LA and joining the Lakers, and that, and the, and that the, the team with no spacing would would continue with uh, <laughs> that, shit, that shit is so fucking wild. <laughs> think about that. Think about that. We could see a Lakers. He just threw Russ on the team, and they're like, they're like, oh, all right. <laughs> okay, okay. You know what? We, we we also want Demar Derozan too. Another one who doesn't shoot threes. <laughs> yeah. which, brings me, which brings me back to this point. Um, Sixers need DeRozan and Sexton. No, they do not need DeRozan because they already have a, a, a mid-range uh, addict in Tobias Harris. They don't need yep. they don't need DeRozan. Yep. Um, Sexton would be interesting, but I'm not going to. I probably am not ready to leverage Ben Simmons' value on Colin Sexton. Sexton. Yeah, absolutely not. No. Um, now, I think Lowry's still in play. Okay. I also I, these are my suspicions. I, I, I think they're probably in a good spot in terms of re-signing Danny just because I think Miami was really the biggest threat there. I think they're going for, for Lowry and, and Bruce and whatnot. Um, J.J. Redick. Uh, would you bring him back? I would. Vet, I minimum, would deal. Vet minimum deal? I would too just because, I mean, again, he's got such great he's, – he's a great fit obviously. And also, he's got great chemistry with uh with uh Joel Embiid and, and Ben, so like like that's just like that would be a, a great addition. But you don't think maybe JJ would want to maybe go back to New York, like where he's from, and kind of like be with his family, maybe go to Brooklyn, maybe. Well, yeah, but I think they want. I, th- I think Brooklyn has other. I mean, yes, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Also, be a, ro- a using up a roster spot on something they just do not need at all. Like if they, if 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 they acquire, let's let's say they do the the, the Dinwiddie sign and trade thing to Washington, and they get back um, Bertans, right? That you then have you that you're then rostering. You still don't have a big man really, but you're rostering Joe Harris and Davis Bertans. You have pretty right. you excellent shooting gravity right there. You don't need JJ at 37, 38 years old. JJ had a weird year. I mean, he's also he's also getting older. Like he had a weird year for the Pelicans, and then he spent some time in Dallas. Did he even play in the playoffs for Dallas? I don't think so, right? No, he had an Achilles thing, not like a torn Achilles, but like a like a, 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 a bursitis or some sort of thing in the Achilles where it was like a bone or some sort of inflammation. But um, I would I would bring him back on a minimum deal. Um, I, I I think Danny and his podcast was right. Like I think it's number one the money right, number two winning organization or winning chance to win in a in a cool city. I think whichever team offers the most of that is 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 you know pretty pretty lucrative spot to be in. Bring me to my next point. NBA has to find a way to do something about the Nets getting everybody, the 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 Lakers getting everybody, the Heat getting everybody. Why? Because it, it's it, think about how little parity there is anymore. It's it's like the same teams are rumored over and over and over again with every single guy, and it's becoming way too easy to just like we're gonna 
get, we're going to load up on talent and then have our son ha, and then use our, use our, our, our nice uh, son that we have in our beaches to, to lure this guy in Rudy Gay to the, to, to the Lakers. Now Wayne Ellington to the Lakers. Now everyone is now rumored to the Lakers and Lakers because, because of the, of the, of the tools and the instruments that are the uh, minimum contract and all that stuff. You can just say, well, hey, we'll give you the minimum. At least you're making money at all. And, you know, come play with us. For the L.A. Lakers. I get it. But, I mean, like, I don't know if I – I don't know if I can get on board with the whole, you know, stop so-and-so team from signing everybody. Like, if you have the tools and you have the money, go out and do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if Philadelphia had the money and the tools to go out and do it, do it. Um, and it's just, I feel like it's the same thing with any team. So, and I feel like – Miami is just like the Heat are a team that two years ago they were in the NBA Finals in 2020. 2021 they had a tough year. Um, I can I can I contribute that to the fact that they had a short off season and the fact that they got hit with a, a slew of injuries as well as COVID. Um, it was the same thing I feel like with the Lakers, the Celtics, and then even Denver to a certain extent. Denver was just able to somehow beat Portland round one. But the, like those four teams that finished 2020 in the bubble had a tough time. But Miami and the Lakers are attractive teams because not only are they in great spots, they've consistently been winning. You know what I'm saying? Like the Lakers and Heat, like the Lakers other than that tough, obviously those tough like six, seven years, Austin, the Lakers have been a consistent winner. So it's like they also have a history. The same thing goes for Miami. They have a history. Like if I'm a free agent, like – why would I go to Detroit, for example, when I can go to Miami and be in the sun and then also be on a winner? So as I see, you got to be able to have the tools and the money to do it. Like, yeah, I think there's a way of limiting that. So that way it's not like the same team just getting the same get, – getting – stocking up on these like 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 mid-30s or late-30s. How are you going to do it? What? How are you going to do it? You can, you can say like – we're gonna put an, an an embargo or something on 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 this. That's lame. I'm sorry. That's that just sounds really lame. It, <laughs> I mean, as a, as a Pistons fan, would you uh, would you like sure. to have more guys rumored to the Pistons or more guys going to the Pistons? Real quick, the summer league roster for the Sixers has oh, been wow. announced. Philip Petrozev will be on the roster, um, along with Springer and uh, Bassey, and then Maxi, Joe, and Reed are also going to be out there. So, good for them. That, that, that's definitely good that they can get Petrozev out there. But anyway, Austin, like, no. I mean, there, there's nothing you can do about it. Like, the whole, let's put an embargo on it just sounds really lame to me. Like, the idea just sounds like, uh, like, come on. If they, if they got the tools, go out and do it. I think it's... The same thing with Golden State. Like, when Golden State was... Winning, you know, four, four or five years in a row is just kind of like, yeah, that sucks that they added Kevin Durant to Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. But guess what? They had the money to go do it. So I get it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I just think that there are ways that you can do it where you're like, all right, we need to we 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 need to break up parity. We you can only have uh, two veteran minimum guys. You can only have um, – I mean, I don't give a shit about the rumors, but the actual signings 
are annoying. Like it, it, it's the same teams getting and, and monopolizing for agency over and over again. It always is. And the, uh, the other teams that get guys, it's only because they get shut out from the bigger teams. So if you say like you uh, only two minimum guys. Okay. I think I I, th- I think that's I think that's something you can do. Um, I still think that sounds a little. I can't lie with you. It just it does. It does sound. I mean, like it, 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 sure, it's you, you can think it's lame, but I, I think there there is a there is an issue of of parity. Like Russell Westbrook just decides one day he well no it wasn't one day but it gets to just go to the Lakers like okay, um, you know that, that that's, all, Lakers, that's a bad fit. You know what I'm saying? Like, who cares? Like, it's, who cares? It's, it's, it's still, it's still, a, it's still a, t- a talent parody. It is. No, I don't know. I feel like any team can be beaten. I don't know. I, I, I disagree. I think it's, I think it's an issue that 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 has a resolution. You just have to you kind Did of. Did you think Milwaukee would beat Brooklyn? Well, now granted, Brooklyn was hurt, obviously. But did you think? I mean, I mean, I mean, if Brooklyn wasn't hurt, they wouldn't have lost. I don't know. They could have. Brooklyn really was wasn't really playing all that well outside of KD. Yeah. Also, and this is sort of like the Vin Fosh thing that 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 is the drive Sixers Twitter mad during this time of the year. There are way too many people who claim to have sources. Way too many people. This year, the rumors have run absolutely rampant. It's out of control. I'll agree with that. It's Jolly Rance. Austin Krell is a weirdo. <laughs> I like it. I like uh, it. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, Jolly Jolly Rance. I am indeed uh, a weirdo. That's Chris, true. Christian, Christian Winfield of the New York Daily News is reporting that the Hornets, Pelicans, and Bulls are discussing a three-team deal that was sent Devontae Graham to Pelicans, Bonzo Ball to Chicago, and Laurie Market to Charlotte. I like that. I like that. I want to. I want to put this. Um, I want to put this in the museum. Austin Krell was a weirdo. That's hang, hang that up in the uh, what, what's it called the Lafer or whatever it is. <laughs> the the I don't I don't even know. <laughs> but yeah. I'm gonna take a picture of this comment because I want to keep it for 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 future reference, and then probably make it my Twitter banner because I think it's hilarious. I like it. I don't even deny it. I agree. I am a weirdo, but I also am tired of seeing the same three teams linked to every fucking player on the market. Like, I'm sorry. It's probably a guy whose favorite team is one of those teams, and he likes to you know get, he gets off to it, which is whatever. Um, now. Um, Kai, what is your big free agency uh, prediction for the Sixers? <clears throat> honestly, honestly, don't even have one. I mean, I, I know there are, there are like really three guys that I would kind of look at on Philly. One one is Malik Monk. Um, I mean, I, I, what do you shoot? I think he's at 40.1% from deep for Charlotte last year, and he broke out. And you could make the case that it was he only did that because he was in a contract year. And, you know, there's always that contract year thing, but – Monk is a guy I like. I love Olenek. Like, if you can go out and somehow get Olenek here, he'd be a really good addition. And the other one's Patty Mills. But I know the Lakers are in Patty Mills because they're obviously shooting around Ron. 
Russ, and Davis. So, I don't know. Like, those are kind of the three guys I like. I, I believe you that they're going to be on Lowry, but I don't think they get him. That, that, that's just me. Because he's also 35 years old. Like, that's always, like, the biggest thing, too. Like, I, and, and let's just say you sign and trade Danny Green to them and keep Ben. Then do you move Ben officially finally off the ball? Do you do that? And put the ball in Lowry's hands. Yeah, I mean, I think – well, no, I, I know this to be the case. People want to, like, get bogged down and, like, oh, it's the most dramatic, embarrassing, awful collapse ever. The guy shot 30-something percent in the video. And I get, get all that. They also almost won the series despite of it. So um, I just feel like it's an issue that if you make a minor adjustment – a minor change, you can get past that checkpoint that you have had issues with in the past. Just, I don't. I don't think it's a physical thing, though, Austin. I, I think it's mental. No, no, no I, 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 I agree. I was saying you get a, you, you add a minor piece to the roster. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, like it doesn't have to be Kyle Lowry. It has to be some a guy that like a Will Barton type or something of that variety where. It's somebody that 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 it just specializes in buckets off the bench and or or create a shot creation. And even if it's a guy that's like not a closer, you're still gonna be just by that guy's raw instinct and ability and 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 and, and talent for getting to the lane or creating shots off the dribble, somebody is going to get a look out of it. That's just that's just how that's just how shot creation works. No, I agree. Uh, I agree. But yeah. Like the the way I see it is though it's like I, if you, if you keep Ben you're you're going to have to he is going to have to add to his offensive game he is yeah, going to. like like you can't you he can't come back still the same player on offense yeah if he comes back the same player on offense then you have to move at the deadline like like the deadline would kind of be like the end all be all of Ben Simmons here because you can't go into the playoffs again with him struggling. From the free throw line and him and him still struggling to even attempt a jump shot. Because we all we've all seen this story in 2018, 19, 21. It's like it's the same story over and over again. So Yeah. Um I don't know. I just feel like well yeah, no, I agree with you on that. And I think if if, if they don't make any kind of like real upgrades to the roster and don't get better in the areas they need to. And this isn't going to be, this is going to be like a revelation for me, but really it's like, it isn't breaking news to anybody. They're not going to remain where they were or like a float like they did last year. They're going to take a pretty significant step back. The heat, whether they get, whether they get Kyle Lowry or not are going, um, are, 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 are going to, um, be better because they're healthy. The Nets are going to be better. The Bucks are probably going to be like the Bucks, are, the Bucks are the defending champs. And yeah, they're, they're yeah. going. They're probably going to add to that roster still. The, the Celtics are going to be better. Um, you know, then, it, it, and then you got the Knicks. You got the Knicks too. Like the, Hawks, say, the Hawks. The Hawks. The Hawks are another team. The Hawks yeah. just made Eastern Conference Finals, and it's like Philadelphia. If there was one chance for the Sixers to do it. It was this year, and they couldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it, it's it's it, 
they need to make a significant move. Um, and if not, if they, if they fail, you have a very nice column on Daryl Morey coming out. You can yep. 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 All right, Kai, last question for you today. Um, what is it like being verified? <laughs> it feels good, doesn't it? You can't oh, yeah. lie. You can't lie. You know it feels good. It's cool. I can't lie. It is. It's pretty cool. When I go somewhere, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm thinking like, damn, I, I feel like I'm important, even though I'm not at all. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, just like it's, it's kind of cool. Like I've, I've noticed, I get more engagement on Twitter now that I have a blue check mark than I did before. So, right, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I, I will admit, I will admit that I'm not gonna sit here and act like it's a greatest thing in the world but it is like a kind of like a cool thing to log on to twitter and you see the blue check mark next to your name i will say that yeah all right he is kai carlin he writes about the sixers for the sixers wire um i am austin krell i write for this about the sixers for the pains of the lines find us at twitter at kai carlin at nba krell as always kai my it's, it's always great having you on we have a good time here when we when we relitigate everything we've ever done in life and every thought we've ever had about the sixers um I will. I'm sure I'll see you soon in a Zoom near you very soon. Probably. Um, yeah. So uh, everybody, take care. Enjoy the opening hours of free agency. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild night. We are out of here.